This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. With so little prairie land left, can Illinois really still call itself the prairie state? I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. These days, prairies are extremely rare in Illinois. Most have been replaced by farms, buildings, homes, parking lots, you name it. In Rockford, environmentalists have been working for years to preserve a native dry gravel prairie that's even more rare than the tall grass prairies that we typically think of. It's also home to an endangered species, the rusty-patched bumblebee. And it happens to be on land owned by the Rockford International Airport. Now this week, after years of back and forth, the FAA approved the airport's plan to build a road through what's known as the Bell Bowl Prairie. And our next guest isn't happy. Robbie Telfer is the manager of the Save Bell Bowl Prairie campaign. Now, Robbie, before we get to your thoughts on what this could mean for biodiversity in the area, why don't you just walk us through the FAA's decision? The FAA did a lot of typing, um, and they looked at, they, they clearly were looking at the things that we were saying without ever responding to us directly. So it's sort of like a, a dictum from on high, a soliloquy that we had to parse through. And uh, they said that basically the airport can do what it wanted to do two years ago, um, just with more words. Yeah, basically the prairie is expendable to them. Mm-hmm. The administration found the, the changes to the roadway proposed by the airport, they're, quote, consistent with existing national environmental policies and objectives. Those are the more words you were referring to there. Mm-hmm. What exactly is going to be bulldozed over? Just describe it for folks who haven't seen it. Yeah, this is going to bulldoze most of the rest of the remnant prairie. This is an ancient prairie that's 8,000 years old that is different than the adjacent grass fields right next to it um, because it is it has not ever been uh, developed for human use. And so the structures and the soil, I mean, it's really hard to make people like at the FAA to like care about microbes and fungi and bees and things like that when um, that's not their job. And like the FAA said, that it is consistent with other decisions. And mm-hmm. what are we supposed to do about that? Um, it's a broken law. And I've emailed them many times, called them many times saying it doesn't matter if all of this is legal. It's wrong. You know, there is an endangered species who lives there, but there are also endangered species, other endangered species that they acknowledge are there, that they're willing to kill. These, there are plants that are endangered that they're willing to kill, that they acknowledge in the report. And there's also, there are bees living there and other animals that are so rare that we don't have enough data on them to know whether or not they should be listed. And they might go extinct before we have that data. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that we manage endangered species in this country is broken, and it should be an Endangered Ecosystem Act. Let's talk more about that, because I did mention the endangered species earlier. It's uh, the rusty-patched bumblebee. Mm-hmm, That's what mm-hmm, we're talking mm-hmm. about. Tell us more about why this prairie is so important for, for biodiversity and, and what the FAA ruling now means for these bumblebees. Right. So 
Rossi patch bumblebee is in sharp decline, as are a lot of bees in our country. And there are other bees that occur at Bubble Prairie that are currently being petitioned to be listed as endangered species, like the Southern Plains bumblebee and the American bumblebee. So the more we fragment these ecosystems, the more we death by a thousand cuts them, uh, the more these bees will diminish. They, the FAA said that because the, the bees can forage nearby, it won't lead to the end of the species. Um, it won't lead to the destruction of this entire species, which is true. The species will continue to exist after Belleville Prairie is destroyed, but it will be diminished. It will have less places to build nests. It will have mm. less places to forage with high-quality foraging, um, and uh, it will add to the stressors of climate change, of neonicotinoids, uh, these are pesticides, mm-hmm. of all the things that are put on, on the system, we need to give them as many chances as they can to, to flourish. And uh, in order to do that, a prairie remnant is a place where these species uh, don't occur other places. They've documented that 46 species of bee alone uh, won't show up in other places. There are 100 species of native bee that will use the prairie and 46 of them are remnant dependent. They are mm-hmm. ancient prairie dependent, and they can occur other places. And that is just bees. There are all kinds of animals there and plants that just won't live other places. And it's because since the glaciers receded 8,000 years ago, um, the soil has had the opportunity to build this really unique uh, architecture underneath the ground with the, the root systems in place and the bacteria and fungi that uh, support these plants and these yeah. animals. Mm. Well, and construction actually started months prior, right, Robbie? Yeah. And, um, and then you stopped it with a lawsuit? I wish I personally had stopped it. But um, the, the Natural Land Institute uh, was able to – actually, it wasn't the lawsuit that stopped it. It was the rusty patch bumblebee that was discovered on site there. Um, okay. A biologist for the Illinois Department of Natural Resources was on site and, and observed two rusty patch bumblebees. And because it was observed there – they stopped construction. And so they tried one lawsuit and that didn't work. And so now they're suing the FAA and trying to um, put a stay on the construction tomorrow. And we'll find out if that uh, stay is going to be put in place. And if we can make it to March 15th in one week, um, they're not allowed to do construction because that is the foraging season of the rusty patch bumblebee. And so we'll have another reprieve until October 15th. And that will give us another summer to find someone who's willing to negotiate with us from the FAA, from the Rockford Airport. I mean, that's the problem is everyone I talk to is down with the prairie. And obviously, like, mm. my, my subset of people I talk to are all nature nerds. But even, like, non-nature nerd people are like, yeah, that sounds like a no-brainer. Why, why does the road have to go through the prairie? And it doesn't. And we had an engineering yeah. firm design, uh, show us designs where it doesn't have to go through I the mean, prairie. I mean, and I want to be clear here, Robbie, you are not opposed to this airport expansion. You have just wanted this road to be built elsewhere. Make that clear for us. It is hard to, as an environmentalist, say that I'm for airports expanding. Um, But I am definitely okay with them building a road around this prairie, which they can do. They can have all of the goals they have for this project uh, while also preserving the prairie, and they don't want to, and they won't tell us why, other than that they they need to do it. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about how you're going to fight the FAA's decision. Well, the NLI, Natural Land Institute, has some lawyers lawyering it up, and uh, they are suing the FAA. um, But we're also hoping that Governor Pritzker uh, will intercede because this is being paid for by state money. So everyone in Illinois, everyone in the prairie state is 
contributing uh, to the destruction of the prairie. And so everyone in the prairie state should be pretty mad about that. Um, and Governor Pritzker can say, you know, we, we already approved $3.6 million from state money to give to the Rockford Airport for this development. We're not going to give that to you until you can negotiate and figure out how to move this road. And a judge asked the airport to negotiate, to, to speak to the prairie advocates through a mediator, and the airport refused. Mm. You are visibly frustrated, um, <laughs> audibly frustrated. Yeah. Were you surprised at the decision? Is, is that what it was? Did you did you think it would have come in your favor? Or I had hoped that someone at the FAA was just taking their time, you know, and knew that what was happening was wrong. I got to talk to someone not working at this, working on this at the FAA, who was super reasonable and super good to talk to. And I was like, man, why couldn't that guy be the one working on this? Because, it, yeah, I had I had hoped. But as I said, like, this is all legal. And the blame can be spread around between the Illinois Department of Transportation and U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and the Illinois Department of Natural Resources and the mayor of Rockford and the mayor of Loves Park, Illinois. Uh, there's so much blame to be spread around that everyone can just be like, yeah, I'm sorry, but there's nothing really I could do. Like, mm. like the FAA said, this is consistent with past decisions. So. They they could probably see that their hands are tied. Yeah. Um, even you though said you had hoped, but it sounds like you're still hopeful. There's some oh, yeah, hope there. As long as the the prairie is there, I have hope. As long as it exists, and we have folks who are out there, they're, they're called prairie watchdogs, and they show up and they yeah. just look at the prairie, and they also look at the extra security that the airport has hired to protect the prairie from us skinny people. So um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's still hopeful. Yeah. Um, there's still chances. Are there efforts to um, preserve other habitats for the rusty patch bumblebee? Yes. Um, a group of us are working on – so this is a high-quality natural area in Illinois um, that was owned by private hands, yeah. or in this case public hands, being run by very uncaring people. And we identify hundreds of these sites across the state. Um, that are in private hands. And some people don't even know they have these ecosystems mm-hmm. because no one's gone and told them. So we're going to create a like top 10 most endangered ecosystems in Illinois and give those landowners the opportunity to know what they have, oh, have it dedicated as an Illinois nature preserve mm-hmm. so that we don't have to get to this point ever again, because this sucks. This, this trying, like going to the Rockford airport, I went and spoke to their board last month and they just look at you in the face and you just sort of orate at them and then you leave and it's over. Yeah. Um, it's it's this is not how government is supposed to work. This is not how we're supposed to reach our 30 by 30 goals as a country. Um, it's just uh, it's broken and dumb and I hate it. Save Belbull Prairie campaign manager Robbie Telfer. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Sasha. This episode of Reset was produced by Linnea Dominic and edited by Stephanie Kim. If you haven't subscribed to the show, please do. We are available on all the podcast apps and platforms, including this one where you're listening right now. A rating or a review is also a big help for us. Thanks for your support and check back soon for more on Chicago's mayoral election and other news and culture in the Chicago area. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Let's talk more soon. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. 
The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.